0: Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. Uh... Minister for Sports says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Astrid? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived there, advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane and Henry Brett's, if you were... Pitbull If you were Kesha You'd be going down And what would you be yelling Balimba. Yeah <laughs> It's a great it's going down i yell at Balimba. You better move To, to Key Street Oxford. Oh that's better Oh well, Move to Key Street Who lives at Key Street uh, No one's family <laughs> <laughs> Whoa 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 not after I'm done with them. <laughs> so, a threatening where did, way to yeah. start an episode of the where show. Where does your family live? Oh, Belimba, Not when I'm done with them. <laughs> it's like, you're going to kill my family? It's like, no, I bought them a house. <laughs> you know, Someone like says that in a Hamish and Andy power move. And it's like, I don't think you quite get what a power move is. It's not just threatening people's families. Power yeah. move. I killed your dad. Oh, like what does your dad do for work? Oh, he's um, like a construction supervisor. <laughs> not when I'm done with him. Hey. Yeah Caxton Street Studios Can I just say there's a vibe tonight There's an energy tonight There's a feeling tonight There's, there's a- also a sound tonight And it's the sound of cars beeping their sweet little horns Henry Guys, I'm Pakistanis We have to give you some credit where it's due Now we're, we're tough on you We're very tough We call you out We win- famously have uh, We are the most critical of our fans of any group of people in the world Absolutely any of them And mm. I think the fact that like We pushed you this week We said we want more courtesy beeps Guys, the horns have not stopped to honk in all week. It's incredible. I, I've been working from home, and so I'm exposed to it. Um, oh, have you? As a, yeah, working from home. It's a unique thing to say. <laughs> you might have heard in these unprecedented times that I hope you and your family are doing well. But it's been great, Henry, because not only will people honk their horns, and my room's towards the front of the house, so I get to hear it pretty clearly. Um, mm. Oftentimes, I'd say 50% of the time, people pull out their phones clearly afterwards, send us a message saying, hope you heard the horn. Here's one for you. Um, we hear every single one. And, and then I hear a conversation A hundred metres away. It is fucking loud On Caxton Street i tell you that And you, And you're dead right And I like how People do immediately Let us know Now are we uh, <laughs> Are we endorsing And encouraging people Instagram message Directing uh, While they're driving uh, While they're driving Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, Absolutely I've long maintained I know this is a Classic youthful opinion I'm very very good At texting while driving you've Hell yeah me, You're the best You've seen me do it Like and also told me You put your fucking phone away You're driving me 12 hours down uh, The east coast But No but there was Remember that time when a Cop got you Texting and driving And they were like Come with me And they took you to the station Talking to the commissioner And they are like Commissioner I think I've found Your new secret (laughs) You're not that good At texting and driving You'll catch The texters and drivers (laughs) The institutional problem With cops is that They can't text and drive It's my favourite Rihanna song It's why (laughs) Which one? Texting and drive Drive I don't know Rihanna Well enough Is that a friend of yours? (laughs) Oh yeah, <laughs> she's just lovely. like Old Bailey. <laughs> yeah, she's my, I'm my Pakistani friend. of the week. Well, Rihanna. okay, Joe. If you're gonna push me, she's my ex. No way. Because I stopped the music and she didn't like that. Please don't stop the please don't please, stop the podcast. Please don't stop the music. It's like speed, but instead of like a bus driving, it's a radio station playing. <laughs> please Gee, imagine if music ever stopped on the radio. Wouldn't that suck? <laughs> hey, speaking of which, <laughs> uh, yeah, lovely night in the Caxton Street Studios. Joe and I have just gone to Fritzenberger. Yeah, uh, had a lovely meal. Funny exchange. Before we uh, Before we Got going Joe was like To the waiters The waiter comes over Obviously being table service In these challenging times and Unprecedented Unprecedented times Bigger than 9-11 And we've said that <laughs> yeah. for years oh, I'd say that And there's no one That can rebut us Because it's just us On the podcast How good So then the waiter Comes over And gets our order And Joe You know Not being a fan Goes oh Could I just get The uh, Fritzenberger yeah. um, No mayo And importantly On the menu It says the ingredients Are like you know Chicken, lettuce, tomato And spicy mayo Yeah so there's no, when I'm saying mayo, there's only one thing I can be talking about. So he goes, oh, um, oh, yep, a chicken burger. And Joe goes, oh, no, no mayo. And he goes, sure, yep, no spicy mayo. <laughs> sort and I've of never under seen, I've never seen a more tense atmosphere because Joe was like, yeah, no mayo. And he goes, yeah, absolutely, no spicy mayo. So now Joe's in a situation <laughs> where he's like, oh yeah so no condiments total yeah and the waiter gives him a look but i was on your side like he kept specifying spicy mayo you could have very well ended up with a mild mayo well this is what i was worried about is like whether did he think that oh this bloke you know he's got a pretty white palate maybe he doesn't want spicy mayo but he wants mayo but i'm sorry there was one condiment on this burger even if i said no like aioli he should have fucking caught my drift hell yeah and then i was forced to look like just an Utter, you had it. to say condiments. I in had public. to say, "Oh, please, can I have no condiments on my burger?" Which is not a cool thing to say. No. And given we ran into about. Because usually people. you pull out before you. Yeah. You eat the burgers. So yeah. Well, no. no usually I, I put a bar in on my arm that's made of ketchup <laughs> that uh, stops my body from naturally producing the condiments. <laughs> that's awesome. You uh, can just not eat a burger until you've committed to one store. <laughs> yeah. You know and I mean? admittedly, I have. It's no, it's for no, and burger. You or at all. You eat burgers everywhere. No, yeah. it's one of the, My default meals. Uh, housekeeping House. um, We wanted to give you a quick update On the bakery wars Which we spoke about uh, at length In our Unpacking they, Our Bags episode They have episode. flared up like nothing else, Henry And if people aren't aware of them Go back It's not the most recent episode It's It's Unpacking Our Bags But they are raging across Queensland And I'm worried I'm worried too. Now, uh, yeah, for context, I went on a road trip of Queensland trying a lot of different pies at bakeries and uh, one of the bakeries said they were in a bitter feud uh, with a different bakery um, whereby there was a lot of... uh they were basically spending so much money at a local radio station yeah. that they said, you need to replicate what uh, my employer Nova did and have a pie competition and make us the winner. So very, very bitter. A lot of hate mail between these bakeries. Very scary. Anyway, um, friend of the show and keen Unpakistani, David Barclay, has got in touch and said, uh, hey, lads, uh, big fan of the show, da-da-da-da-da-da, i am just wanting to get to the bottom of something from your uh, Unpacking Our Bags episode. Um so he goes through and says, I'm not going to say the name of the bakery again because I don't want to offend them. He goes, any chance you can confirm that X was the bakery with the $1 million ad spend um, that has a hatred towards Black Butt Bakery? I always stop with mates at Fernvale on the way. um <laughs> There's heaps of bakeries in Fernvale. Could be anyone. Yeah, could be. Anyone. I always stop with mates at Fernvale on the way through that area for a pie, and your story piqued my interest. Um, so mentioned the bakery to some mates with the intention of relaying your story, and one replied, "Oh yeah, the place that bailed Tom up for half an hour asking about what radio station he listens to." Insane. So we were there, he, uh, David continues, we were there last year on our way through town and they were surveying everyone about what radio stations they listened to, why, and then they got people to rate all these different radio stations, collecting a bunch of info. So not they're sure. just doing like market I don't know research. what that. well they obviously spend so much money at radio stations oh that God. they're doing, the, yeah, they're doing some mystery I, I, shopping. I maintain this bakery's a front. Yeah, for me. something else, it okay. has to be. Maybe a radio station. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if you've stumbled into a pie for comments situation or something. Very good. Um, Very but funny. I think there may be a whole lot more to this than a simple advertiser radio station relationship. Um, And then he uh, very humorously says Might be best to refrain from doxing yourselves on the podcast Would hate to see what Big Pie could do If whatever is going (laughs) on there is exposed Stay safe Uh, Very, very (laughs) fun message message from David And when I uh, read it from David I had been thinking about Chicken Run earlier that day So immediately Mm. I thought Big Pie would come to our house And bake us into a pie Yeah, we could have got Sweeney Todd I think think a Henry and Joe unpacking Brisbane pie Would taste pretty good I think, what do you think it would be? Uh, I think I had to say it Because I much prefer A savoury pie I think it would be A sweet pie I don't know I really, I was uh, thinking like a, a pulled pork Oh okay true Maybe oh You know what well, I'd love Because the boys here Pulled pork for, <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot pull, Going on in tell, COVID These boys bloody Tell a bit of pork pies They tell lies On the podcast They tell lies pork, pork belly I know this I makes like No sense Oh don't you no, so it makes no sense. I would love to be. If a pie shop came out to me and said, like, Joe, you're allowed to make a pie and it's called the Joe DeWire, super random call, I'd love to make a barn me pie. I'd love, like, oh. big strips of pork belly, like, chili. Oh, like a faux pie? No, not no, like a barn me. you pie. want to have pho in a pie? It i be want to soggy. I'm um, sorry, I want to have fur. Oh, sorry. check your privilege at the door of this home, Henry Brett. I want Phuah. to have fur. Anyway, so that's our continuing uh, segment about the crime wars between bakeries. Here's one for you Bunderbelly. Bunderbelly. Absolute bunderbelly. Finger bunderbelly? No, just bunderbelly. No, no, because that's, that sounds like something else entirely. Also, the funny thing about underbelly is it's one of those words that only, it's only ever used when you also say seedy. Mm. but CD is not something you want on a pie, so... But it is on bread occasionally. It is on bread, which I'm sure these bakeries do, so... And we're going about- to talk about... feedback on what the correct name for this pie dispute is. I, I like Bundabelly. Me too. And thank you to David for uh, mm. diving back into it. That is insane. I guess, like, great details. I wonder... Yeah, I'd like to know more about why the radio station bakery kind of what's their next is their money maybe, laundering maybe, maybe there's money laundering going on through the bakery because adver- as we said why is a bakery spending that much money advertising on a radio oh, stuff? I assume bakery is one of those industries where like 90% of it is word of mouth i.e. you coming back to Brisbane and saying like hey Joe black butt bakery is good yeah. And I was like, oh cool, Henry, thanks Anyway, we're going to talk about bakeries a lot more in this yes. episode where we unpack And we're my... going to talk about previous employers a lot more. We are indeed, so let's uh, rock into a hotly anticipated episode Very of exciting Bulimba, my old stomping ground Wikipedia we're, 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 we're wigging out today Henry about the beautiful suburb of balimba and I've never wanted you to nail the population question more and I intentionally didn't look at it this time no. and I now keep in mind I should I should disclaim it from the beginning we're doing our childhood suburbs as a uh kind of tribute to the fact yeah. that we've now moved out um so I I, I live in, I lived in Balimba. it was my last family home but I actually only did like a kind of 3 year stint there at the end um oh. it was actually uh Hawthorne, I was, Hawthorne that's I was on the I was kind of on the edge of Hawthorne Oh yeah cuz when I when I weirdly borrowed your blazer in like 2014 mm. I went to your house in Hawthorne that's right And I can vouch for the listeners Mate, that's not in Balimba; Two mm. different suburbs Yeah, you borrowed my blazer To go to Gallipoli Yeah to, Which is not a sing, suburb To pres- sing in a choir Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah To sing at the dawn service would It would have there. been that's a like beautiful that. subplot If it's like I hope he brings my blazer back If it was set 100 years earlier Yeah, true it was just for a school trip It was a school trip It was, trip. It was dry cleaned and when I, I got From back. memory You did keep my blazer For like way longer than I, the I think Gallipoli I kept trip. it Until year 12 I kept it for 3 or 4 years I bet you wore it around At night, didn't you? Oh, yeah All the honour pockets The honour pocket, That inexplicably set Unpacking Brisbane host, and I was like, mm. "Can't wait to find out what that's about." And you're like, "I was like, you're put lying. on the blazer, son, it's yours." Yeah, yeah big Strange moments in our backstory there. It. Um <laughs> but so, so, but yeah, so um, okay, so I, I was so kind you of- saying. Are you already prematurely begging for forgiveness if you get the population number wrong? Not so much forgiveness. It's just the fact then that, permission? like, I know, I know that Hawthorne and Balimba are kind of melded together in that Hawthorne is the suburbia and that Balimba is pretty much solely associated with Oxford Street yeah. and the surrounding commercial activity. Oh, we'll get to it, but the fact that in the Wikipedia article they talk about barracks, I was like, I dead set thought Belimba was, like, four streets long. Exactly. So like it, is, it really it, does feel quite metropolitan and small. Yeah. Oxford Street's the vein that runs through the city. So, okay. But um, tell me about that vein, Henry. It's carrying the blood cells that are the lifeblood and the people of Belimba. <gasps> Give me a number. 8,000? No, well off. Oh. Less. F- f- five Four, more. Six. Putting you out of your misery. 6,800. Jeez. For how you usually wasn't, go- Wasn't it 5,000 in like Grange? Yeah. So, there's more. No, there there's is many more people, people in Belimba. I wonder whether Belimba is like- a commuter suburb for trendy cafes. You know how like people drive mm. into London for work from an hour out. Maybe it's just like there's so many people. Like I know well, people there's who so in many the side that associate themselves with Balimba. So maybe just the boundaries of Balimba aren't that big. I don't know. Well, I or maybe Balimba's filled with families whose kids have moved out. Like could be, which naturally halves the population. Yeah. Um, there could be the Balmoral-Balimba confusion Maybe Wikipedia Because I don't know shit about if, if anyone was coming to this podcast Hoping for clarity around what's Balmoral And what's Balimba You're not getting it from no, me No, God, no Couldn't fucking Least tell Least of all me who only went to the eastern suburbs For the first time when I was friends with you Yeah, the cinemas are Balmoral Cineplex But then Balimba is the suburb of which Oxford Street is part of The cinemas yeah. on Oxford Street Who knows? Anyway uh, Freaks me out Balimba is reportedly an indigenous word That means place of the magpie lark now here's my thing. Yeah. My dad has come back. When I said indigenous you know, language expert of course uh, And he goes <laughs> So he reckons the origins of the name um, That uh, Tagulawa Is an indigenous word Meaning place of the heart Now I don't know what you want to go with uh, My dad's fairly uh, Is your dad like writing a late 90s what? song? Yeah quite a romantic Sort yeah. of sentimental Paul Brett's debut album Place of the heart This is in our family group chat So maybe he's just trying to Like Is he working out like date, To my mother? like a like date Like a date night like, with your mum And he's like Yeah he mate, means, place yeah, of the heart Place of the heart But only because you'll hear Cherise Oh maybe he'll do like A Balimba themed date night with you Mum or something And like go down Oxford Street Well it's funny you mention that I'm pretty sure (laughs) Now the pressure's on him If he listens to this show Well I'm pretty sure Dad actually organised A surprise birthday With mum's friends Really? On Oxford Street When we were very very young And she didn't want to go um, and dad In classic fashion Has just not given her Any forewarning He tried to spring a surprise On mum and be like We're going out for yeah. your birthday And she was like I don't want to And mum hates surprises um, Oh your mum and me both mate. Well I love surprises So yeah. I'm more on my dad's side But uh, They Alright come on in guys <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday no, no stop it I'm yeah, surprised sorry bro <laughs> I'm surprised because it's not my birthday Yeah Because uh, <laughs> it's like a misc date in June and That I'm would having... be a surprise birthday the party The easiest way to do a surprise birthday party <laughs> is, is do it months Make out Make it like 3am months out from your birthday <laughs> when you're getting home from like a long day at work or something because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i like, work till 3am of course you do <laughs> now <laughs> uh yeah so dad says place of that oh yeah didn't finish the thing. yeah and then he took her out to dinner she came was filthy upon going and then I walked into a restaurant on oxford street and all her friends were like surprise and just like broke down crying in the restaurant so sweet with excitement i think it was like excitement for the friends and a fury at dad in that he couldn't have just given her a heads up of like yeah, that's true well, if you ever Just ever a few a days su- out You can be like Get ready for dinner On this if night Without ever, giving away That it's being organised you By your If you ever do a surprise party For me You've got to tell me In like even Two minutes beforehand That it's what it is <sighs> Well, this is a new podcast promotion Maybe (laughs) Maybe. we'll we'll try We're all going to to, try and surprise You try to surreptitiously organise a surprise on the podcast that I edit Mm, Yeah I'm just listening to it I'm like, Henry, I'll just cut this out (laughs) Yeah, true Um, But anyway, so dad reckons that it's an indigenous word meaning place of the heart It is believed to refer to the heart-shaped bend in the Brisbane River Surrounding the suburb Yep, I buy it Or maybe the heart-shaped parcel of land that makes up Balimba and Balmoral um, so I just thought that was interesting On the name I'm uh, I'm What do we like it. Place of the, heart, place of the heart. heart This is like the This is the or. Grange V the Grange debate um, Big fan of Place of the Heart And also but The other one is Place of the Magpie life I, Like I'm sure There were magpies then But there is a heart shaped bend In the river Well it's like half a heart That goes around Balimba, Because the other half of the heart Is Balmoral I'm not fucking Collingwood mate Oh, <laughs> who have played Don't know know the pies, pies. pies. Oh, yeah. fucking he's old man. Like say when I was growing up, I didn't realise that they were the magpies because I just heard the pies. So I was just like, if every other AFL team makes sense, it's like, yep, the Lions, yep, the Bombers, the pies. The pies. I mean, links back into the... People are yeah, going to yeah. start think we're being sponsored by a pie company, Henry. We've Which given we the idea of the pie so much airtime. In 1885, oh yeah, the first bicycle. 1880 pies. There you go. The <laughs> first bicycle was built in Queensland by Reginald Blunt of Balimba. <laughs> And proudly raced on By Brisbane cyclist Peter Dowd Sorry I was just doing something Can you repeat his name? <laughs> uh, Reginald Blunt Bro do you want to smoke A fat Reggie Blunt? Yeah I've just got a few Of the boys from uni Coming over <laughs> We might play some uh, We might play some Red Dead And just rip a few <laughs> How do I say this We might go cycling With Reginald Blunt A bit later And uh, eat some oh cereal my, uh, Oh my weekend Yeah. On oh my weekend <laughs> uh, Lit up a pretty fat Reg uh, Reg Reg Blunt Blunt uh, Watched yeah. bit of the mentalist <laughs> Yeah Let's just On my weekend Yeah me and the boys Just uh, ripped on a few Reginalds And just sat back And absolutely powered Through seasons one to four Of psych <laughs> I mean I actually love psych Psych's good It kind of sounds like pie Um, In March But yeah First first, How is that? First so, bicycle in Queensland Also like How do they measure that? I mean, you put it out there as well It's not impressive Unless you invented it Yeah it's like Oh this guy built the first You know Car in Queensland But it's like Yeah but he was told How to do it yeah, for yeah, someone yeah. else He just got the instructions like, like I'm sure at some point Someone built the first Wardrobe in Queensland But I was like Yeah but you knew How to do it But who built the first Wardrobe in Narnia <inaudible> That's the Jurassic Park thing <laughs> That's it In March 1887 yeah. The Bulimba School of Arts Opened It was funded Jointly by state government endow- Endowment And private subscription From 70 subscribers so, was It was like Netflix it's Yeah Hey, Yeah I'll sign up For a $10 a month subscription But like Well the problem all, was There was a 70 subscribers But a lot of them had like Five people in the family using Yeah the same So same it's more like 350 yeah. mm. I wonder if you subscribe To a school of arts You just get like a free ticket To the shitty plays They put on They're like mm. This is a statement About race in America mm. Yes we've all grown up In Brisbane and went to grammar But we think it's important We have a statement Yeah we've got it's a statement. It's the school of arts And the School of Arts included the Blimber Library. Well, you'd want to have books. Oh, I mean, also, like, what else was there to do in 1887? I don't know. Kill. Um, (laughs) Until around 1910... The area on the opposite side of the Brisbane River was also called Balimba. This is actually genuinely interesting. That is funny. That area since being called Tenerife or New Farm, how big is that? So New Farm and Tenerife, two very separately iconic, iconic, iconic Brisbane iconic, suburbs yeah. were once Balimba, mate. And as we talk about, usually you see suburbs like an Ashgrove engulfing smaller suburbs yeah. around it. This did the opposite, Balimba shed weight. They said everything so past true. the river Fucking it's, habit. One of, it's one of my Brisbane obsessions, is smaller suburbs dying out, but this is one where they gave us some more. They don't have reber- also, they've done They've, 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 flipped, they've flipped, flipped it and they've reversed bloody flip-flopping it. They're flip flopping more than the Labour government. What? Is Anastasia Palaszczuk here? Because I just flipped it. Did it just get hot in here? Because I spat straight far. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry for <laughs> spitting so fire in dra- your family home. <laughs> it's like a dragon. It's a dragon who's like, yeah, I'm talking shit about Anastasia Palaszczuk. <laughs> <laughs> Got my wings, got my claws, and I'm here all day. It's like that dragon that's right. was spitting fire in <laughs> every possible way. <In> every- <laughs> um, but also, if you remember in our New Farm episode, we talked about how- oh, I remember. New Farm also used to be on both sides of the river, and they changed it because when people went to deliver the fucking post, there was nothing on like the postcode or the address that let you know. So the posties just had to make an educated guess- About which side of the river it'd be on. And they kept falling in the water. Yeah, they kept wet. They kept trying to swim and, you know, it was terrible. They're like all Dobby trying to give Harry the letters like, oh, sorry, Harry, I had to swim across the Brisbane River. How often have you tried to read a soggy letter, mate? Mate, every day. Yeah. I still... Simon? Yeah, there's a there's a mermaid that keeps trying to be my pen pal. It's very awkward. Being a soggy fat yeah, my um mad. my it's world vision child <laughs> is a mermaid. Here's one for you. They don't have a lot of money in Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep I wire her twenty bucks a week. I don't think she's ever touched it. Their main it's a tr- barter economy. Their main export is fish and people keep taking it. <laughs> they keep sending up fish for the surface. It's like, gee, I hope we get something in exchange. All the fishermen are like, Oh, you beauty. Fish. <laughs> Oh, what a, what a win. We didn't steal this from a city. <laughs> so oh, then, it's unpacking Atlanta's coming along. Yeah, oh, we'll do that. Now, <laughs> that's uh, the next one. But, but, but the question around Tenerife or New Farm is something I find interesting because I want to introduce you to Bridgegate. Bridgegate. I assume it's some sort of scandal because you've said gate. Hell not yeah. Not a gate to a bridge. No, 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 not at all, my friend. It's the scandal one because for many years... Years and years, there have been plans for a bridge to be built that has never came to fruition. Now, um, five new green bridges announced by the City Council last year. Huge. Absolutely, Absolutely huge. Dog coming in and being like, I've got an election to win. How do you want five bridges, motherfuckers? I've got an election to win, and how do you like my kids? Tom, <laughs> Jeff... Now, I've named the bridges after my children. <laughs> Give it up for the Wolfgang Bridge. Yeah, I would I would go across the Wolfgang Bridge every second. No, but it's for wolves only. Yeah, yeah. but that, only in gangs. But gangs of wolves. No, lo- and it's like, I'm a lone wolf. Come to the wrong bridge, I well, like better, well, <laughs> <laughs> better find a wolf pack, mate. Well, I mean, they want to rename the Captain Cook Bridge because of the political implications. Sorry, so I would... Only yeah. fine with Adrian Schrinner's kids being bridge names because they are Octavia Bridge. Mm. Awesome! You cross it eight times in a day and you get some sort of cup of coffee. I don't know. A free. There's cup no of- bad ideas on this podcast. Uh, so we believe uh, from our records here that you crossed the Octavia Bridge eight times in a day. Oct being eight. Uh, you've won a cup of coffee. Woohoo! With eight shots. <laughs> but where would it be great for the Octavia Bridge to be, Henry? Because I think that's part of the Bridgegate scandal. In well, the, the big scandal. Well, the outrage was with Belimba that it's so tough. To leave Because that's yes. It being quite a populated Busy suburb Especially now That it's actually having A massive area Towards the back end of Bulimba Sort of towards Across from your Hamilton area Being developed Into a very big uh, yeah. Residential area for Huge Bulimba. A lot of shops Residential it and It has close to some built. of the Like densest apartment box uh, Blocks in Brisbane mm. Because when you're um Almost like just off From Oxford Street Oh uh, yeah. Past the park Like the tiny streets It is a bottleneck doesn't even begin to describe it. Like no. Blimba is slowly shepherding people in and fattening, you know, them up like a goose liver or something. Exactly. Like it's that, disastrous. Man. Couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah. That's why I love hosting the show with you. <laughs> now um yeah, so people are people basically yeah. like, We need a bridge more than anyone because I mean, firstly, if there was a green bridge, which is often being suggested by the Shrindog, um, I don't know how much that would help your congestion on no. your riding road and your Hawthorne Road in the morning. But yeah, it is is—it is insane that like, in my mind, my high school is like 50 minutes away. Yeah. When really in logic, it's like 15. Same with uni. Like, it's just I drove I- from your home to uni and I was like, it's fucked that it takes us this long. My dad and I had this rule when he used to drive me to school. I was like a bit, uh, like a bit of a dick in like kind of year five, six area. And was like my relationship? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm hosting with a d- 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 dickhead, big dick. <laughs> um, but Energy. I, my, yeah, my dad and I like amazing Paul's relationship rule. now. Yeah. But place the, of the heart, poor Brett. And there was a place of the heart, Paul. And there was a <laughs> idea that like he wanted us to. Get a bit closer So there was always the There was this billboard At sort of East Brisbane Where yeah. it was like We would drive along And once we hit that billboard We had to turn the radio off And start talking Or vice versa So dad would always be angling Knowing about the insane Bottleneck of traffic yeah. Being like Well we'll talk we'll over the first the, half yeah. And then you can listen to the radio From the sign onwards well, But I was always b- clocking this Being like I'm being jipped out of radio time here I don't, I ain't got 45 minutes Of Hawthorne Road conversation With my dad With your dad Boring father. Oh, no, I don't mm. want to talk to my dad. <laughs> Our parents really come into it uh, for this show. Come in for it, sorry. Lots of criticism. Yeah, well, that's right. But um, so so I assume you're about to cross the Story Bridge-ish when this sign comes up. It's, it's a little before that, but uh, yeah. the the point being there is a bridge there, but if there was a bridge and, uh, in Belinda, we wouldn't be having this issue. Now, the other thing as well to, to is it like... Just quickly, I'm going to put it out there. As you say, I think a bridge to New Farm wouldn't change... That much In terms of Brisbane traffic If it was a car bridge Yeah but it, it would only wouldn't. But it would no. solely benefit The residents of Balimba. I mean we'll get to the ferry later But there is the argument like I mean, And this is what my family think More than happy to have The Cross River Ferry If it was free We'll come to that But the fact So I don't know if there's that much need For the Greenbridge But yeah it, it does raise the question of like God, you free up a lot of Hawthorne and Riding Road with that yeah. morning traffic. It, it is just... You, once you're in Belimba, it is quite difficult to well, get out. Well, they've also spent so much money redeveloping Hawthorne Road. I swear there has been tradesmen on that road for the last eight years. Oh, 100%. Just, like, build a bridge and get over it, quite literally. <laughs> hey. hey. Now, the other thing is, like... Zinging. My dad is also raised. I'm just looking at my um, family group chat because dad said he was going to get back to me with more Balimba things, um, hopefully on the bridge, but... um. There were plans as a like as early as like mid eighteen hundreds, like kind of nineteenth century. Yeah, and this was when we were moving to the suburb. I think a neighbour had a lot of kind of like old materials around the Balibar oh, yeah. history and was able to point to like quite specific our uh, plans being drawn up even at that time of proposals for a bridge Seriously? from Balibar over to your sort of where you'd find your um uh Kingston Smith Drive area yeah. now. So there's always been discussions that that's because like mate. Those five green bridges that Shrindog announced, that's a huge well amount of bridges. favoring Well, favouring Westside. Oh, like pure. It is way pure Westside. Way down that it end is of the pure city. Pure sucking up to, and I hate to say it, just gives such a vibe of sucking up to like uni students and mm. Westside sharehouse stuff. Mate, like, for a city built oh, on a river, it's a city on a river, guys, and yeah, don't, don't you ever, you ever forget, forget it. it. Yeah, classic uh, sting. It's. Story Bridge to Gateway Bridge, no bridges. Nothing. That is a huge commercial huge hub com- and residential a, 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 hub that you're just leaving literally to like link with link, ca- link New Farm on one side to Kangaroo Point, on the other side to Bulimba, and mm. you change the face of Brisbane. We've always said it. Also, well, the mate, other thing is, like not to get metropolitan, but... So many great cities on the world that are built on rivers, like, you know, like Dublin or London or whatever, can't go 800 metres without finding a bridge. Like, even Mm. a pedestrian one. It is insane how many loops and contortions you have to do in Brisbane. And Adrian Sprinter, we know he listens to the show, build us a bridge. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, People agree in Bridgegate because there is a Facebook page called Green Bridge for Bulimba Tenerife. And mate, I encourage people. We've gone on about this for a bit long, but I encourage people in their own time to go because you're on our time now. Yeah, I encourage you to go look at Green Bridge for Balimba and Tenerife, where they say yeah, similar stuff. Beyond infuriating to see the eastern suburbs neglected yet again in the announcement mm. of a further five Green Bridges to the west of the Story Bridge. Hashtag oh, Adrian I do, Schrinner. I do like mm. this east-west divide because I feel like usually the north side has it in for the south side. But it's good to let you know, good to let the uh, the easties and the westies figure it out while we just. Coolly walked to SunCorp. Here's another post from them. It often yeah. takes 40 minutes to get off Hawthorne Road, as I just said. The barracks development only exacerbates the need for alternative connectivity to the city. Lytton Road upgrades certainly won't fix things. Couldn't agree more, because uh, people don't want to pay the toll. Another opportunity to remind the government we need a pedestrian bridge between Balimba and Tenerife. Anyway, I think we've spent enough time on Bridgegate. To but be Henry, honest, there's but something you mentioned there. Wrong. You said something about barracks there. Yes, are there barracks in Balimba, mate? This is a huge thing. The suburb is home to two Defence Force cadet units One army and one navy (laughs) It's like, gee, Oxford Street's a bit loud It's like, yeah, the navy boys are out Go west, life is peaceful there But they're talking about what Adrian Schrinner did with his bridges (laughs) Go west, the east don't need (laughs) no bridge Go west Cool Cool When you've got it Just stop, stop <laughs> it in out of the first time uh, So blah 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 uh, 12th Army Cadet Who cares um, The Australian Government Department of Defence Announced the sale Of the Bulimba Barracks ah. In March 2015 While retaining part of the site As an H-A-M-S Blah 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 Blah, blah, city blah, blah, blah. council it, I assume it's because the, the Limba barracks master plan was oh, yeah. published in, no, in November 2015 so that's where they're going to do the barracks mm. up, apartments shops you name it I better, you better believe there's going to be a Guzman there oh there's going to be a burger urge that's going to do a burger that's like have you ever wanted four waffles eight patties <laughs> and about a kilo of bacon on your burger what's that yeah well we've fucking got the big mama's house for you or something and there'll be a sushi eater being like I hope you like iPads <laughs> yeah. sushi eater being like I know you spend all day on your phone how about you come to a restaurant and spend some more time on another screen can we get some um could we get some cups of water for the table i uh, just order it on the fucking iPad. Please, please please put it on the ipad <laughs> sigh. um oh. so yeah but very interesting i mean like having these cadets and stuff like that here um as a kid yeah going around Balimba and even when i was more hawthorne way riding my bike around yeah mate you better believe the super eight slash et slash yeah. stranger things vibe of having a fucking army base in your suburb I was convinced it was aliens Well it's like I, I was know, convinced I know That there the were Slimy little green <laughs> men Walking around The only weird thing About Navy cadets I'm sure Is they listen to the Village people every morning mm. But like It's hard to, Even driving past Inogra Similar thing for me Growing up I'm like Something's going on in there some shit going on. Probably, probably the only thing That's going on Is like a fucking Sexual harassment lawsuit But oh hell yeah bro And I reckon like Even the barracks Like the shops With the palace cinemas And yeah. Petri Terrace there oh, still I'm not convinced Yeah port- I'm always that worried Porto, That Portuguese Porto Portuguese spies sucks. Well I tried to go to The Societo at the barracks The other day Henry oh, yeah. And it was shut Oh yeah Now why would it be shut at Wednesday at lunchtime, planning. What the hell are they hiding? They're putting all the iPads together <laughs> on one big table <laughs> and linking up maps of the. It's city It's going to become like this AI thing where it's like, oh my god, the iPads are sentient. They're ordering themselves glasses of water. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no! But yeah, pretty cool that there is a. And, and I'm right, honest, like walking around, like it's kind of in this area where it gets, you know, once it gets dark and there's just these huge army fences around. And, and, sorry, and so where is it? I've never seen it. Um, Apollo Road Ferry. It's basically with where that is. It's the next ferry on from like a, uh, a te- the Tenerife. Oh, if you're going stop. to the city? No, going out to the sea. Oh, it's like to the out- sea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, I say when I'm going on the Brisbane River on a welcome ferry. Welcome to City Cat Services. Your next stop is the sea. The uh, sea. We'll be exiting from the back. Uh, feel free to take the boys when you jump out. That is the with a U. <laughs> Don't just grab the next guy you see, Charlie XEX. Come on. <laughs> I was busy thinking about boys. Yeah, cool. Guys, slow the I was busy thinking, was thinking about, about boys. boys. I'm floating in the ocean because I'm in a shipwreck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hoping for Boys. Boys. Diddly. Boys. Diddly. boys. Diddly. boys. Don't, Don't want to drown, drown. Get me some boys. <laughs> you can have what that, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, take it away. Put it Yo, on Charlie. You side. can have that, Yo, um, Charlie. You're spitting straight far like a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty cool that there's an army base. Uh, what else? Uh, boring about that. Dude. Well, I mean, you mentioned Harry Memorial. Memorial. But you mentioned Harry. There are two ferry stops. I did. Sorry, I just quickly read over that each Oh my god, tr- each also tree It's the, in the longest Wikipedia page Yeah, I know Each tree in Bulimba Memorial Park Is dedicated to a serviceman Labelled with plaques And I've seen that It's true oh. Very cool I mean, if I died for my country in a war I'd probably want more than a tree Yeah, I'd want my family to receive Pension and benefits for the rest of their life But like, a plaque is nice uh, yeah, we know you want pension uh, Shade <laughs> You know what I also love just Oh, we throw in shade oh, we throw on, on this, this podcast shade More than the share. trees But also now having You know, lived near Suncorp And walking past every day To get a coffee hmm. Like, you also get a plaque If you played one game For the Maroons Hell yeah Like, it's really not That big a deal But you do not get a tree, man the, No, you don't get a treat. All the Maroons' plaques They have to update them When players retire Because it's like Cameron Munster 2017 to current So oh, when he retires right. They're going to have to Tear it up and write The number of games In he's played It just bit seems bad. so inefficient because trees, you don't have to tear trees. up. Well, the wisdom dead. is putting is oh, yeah, planting seeds of True. trees whose yeah. shade you'll never sit under. Yeah, call me Merrin and Pippin the Hobbits over here. Do they I'm say just... that? Well, no, they just hung out oh, the trees yeah. a lot. In two the tails. smoked pork is particularly good. It's like we my gave... favourite line we gave... in all the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> it's good because I love pork. We gave your uh, son who died in World War Two a tree. Tree. I am an ant. Don't know what you do with that. Don't know but what you yes, know. City Cat. And city ferry stops. Yeah, actually, we'll talk about this later because I, I think it belongs more in contemporary. We'll we'll, we'll foreshadow that. Um, they just mentioned on this on the Wikipedia page the city cat and city ferry. Uh, they're located at Oxford Street and true. Apollo Road, and we'll talk about them we'll later. About that one last thing I want to say about the Wikipedia page, Henry, is Please. it does say uh, when it talks about clubs and sports, and obviously like we've even sat down outside the Woolies and watched a couple of cricket games there. It's lovely, but it does talk about um, uh, the Balibber Memorial Bowls Club offers. Competitive and social lawn bowls oh. Now We've yeah. both played we both played a bit of lawn bowls in our time <laughs> Is it ever truly social? It's always it's competitive, competitive Right Like Who's oh. stepping onto a barefoot bowls court To have 11 beers in Twong And not thinking I really oh. want to be fucking good at this sport Mate if I've just put away like Nine <laughs> potato wedges <laughs> And I'm like uh, not sipping of a wood. pink lemonade <laughs> Yeah I'm here to win this lawn bowls So also I, I always feel like lawn bowls and croquet Are in the same category for me Where it's like I really hope it just turns out I'm freakishly good at this thing. Hmm, yeah. Like if I was good at like basketball or rugby, I'd know by, I now. by now. But any time you take a step onto the lawn bowls pitch, you're like, "What if I just have the knack?" It's like badminton as well. It's mm. like, "What if I just am good at this?" It's like okay. how I'm quite good at accelerating, but yeah, not uh, running. No, because I'm very because I think if I'd put a bit more time into it, I would have been a good sprinter. Because in about year ten, we were tested on acceleration, and turned out I was the best in the class. Well, to clarify, because Henry and I did a running race against each other in Bali, what he means by acceleration is you hit your top speed much much later. I'd say it's more. You- no, I don't mean that at all. But I absolutely had you in the first 20 metres. Because you're also good at acceleration. <laughs> it's not mutually exclusive, <laughs> mate. What? We could have the same talent. But see, I. Yes, you're good at acceleration, but it, you're not quick off the mark. But once you start accelerating, you get quite fast. I feel like we should have accelerated a little faster through. We can figure out. Let's talk contemporary Belimba. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget a kid. Blimey! <laughs> Where are we going today, Dad? Oxford true Oh, sounds good, yeah where Are you recording? It? Pardon? Are you recording? Yeah Oh, right <laughs> Oh, it's just because you yelled blimey at me I wasn't Yeah, yeah, yeah it. No, I'm starting every segment with Blimey, where are we going today? I hate that <laughs> It's funny you put an English accent though Because how Do you reckon there is a metropolitan area in the world That doesn't have an Oxford Street? Genuinely, it's insane Well, Sydney's Oxford Street is very gay Is it a wink to London Being like This is where our shops are Like is it a I, th- I assume it all is Because I like so too. I don't know can imagine there's Street Oxford that that- Zoo Everywhere but just like uh, Popular I ass- Yeah I assume like in Zilmere There isn't just an Oxford Street That's like suburban Like it always seems to be Where the main strip is And it holds true for Belimba It does Because uh, Now I will say this uh, Oxford Street being the Commercial vein of the suburb Yeah I've actually lived at both ends Now Oxford Street Deceptively long So long Because when I lived at uh, The kind of end Towards Riding Road. So we were in an apartment while our house was getting built. You and, were an um, apartment dweller. Yeah, mate. I was. Oh, in like that's fun. Kind of second half of no, first half of 2017. Gee, get to know your family pretty well, Henry. Yeah, you do, Far mate. Far out. Gee, we all. It was a great little sitcom. We lived mm. with uh, me, my family, and four autistic nerds and one hot girl. It was great. <laughs> um, me, my family, a womanizing guy played by Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> pretty weird sitcom. No one enjoyed it. One season. Yeah, my mum was like, "This is how I met." Myself <laughs> <laughs> How I found myself <laughs> Us on exchange <laughs> So then um, so I've, I've, And then I, uh, my family home Is now towards the Other end of Oxford Street Almost so I the have, stone cold end How long do you think It takes from One end of Oxford Street To walk to the other and In I my know, head Getting to the ferry To get to school, It should be 10 minutes It's like 21 Are you serious Yeah it's a long See, walk See and I'm a reasonably quick n- As am surely I Surely not Mate what the fuck? <laughs> Did- what the fuck just happened? Nice. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is so funny. Okay, for the li- we need to clarify for the, the listeners. listeners. <laughs> for the listeners at home, Joe's phone is like all the way on the other it's side of his in bedroom, in the other, ball, other side of the room, nowhere near Joe. He's not holding it. Joe has just gone. You cannot be serious. <laughs> and Siri has just. gone <laughs> I'm I am serious, serious. <laughs> What are you doing Your Heath Ledger impression that is, a, that is a phenomenal Siri hack I want everyone Why to try I'm it now Why I'm serious Hey Siri You cannot you can't be be serious Now tuning into Pete's one Now, now tuning <laughs> into <piece> one, one. <laughs> I think I'm being I think I'm being hacked Henry I think we accidentally Oh, now Beats oh, 1 is fu- just like, so Joe- <laughs> turn off Beats <laughs> 1 for a moment. So- oh my- <laughs> okay, guys, sorry for the listeners. There is chaos. Joe has just screamed, hey, Siri, you can't be serious. And she's now playing Beats 1 Radio. <laughs> it's, it's Savage. Vamp, I'm going to show hey, you. Get <laughs> yeah, get the phone. Finally, the listeners will understand. So I just told Siri, are you serious? And this is what we're hearing. <laughs> Wait, the Savage remix, feat. Beyonce, is on Radio Beats 1? that's what on Beats 1 right now. Let's see if this way Hey Siri, can you stop? Hey Siri Siri That is incredibly annoying She is a savage God, she is, mate She's serious. Siri Siri Which I do good. the whole podcast with this Just as the sort of maggot Oh, we're in Brisbane Oh I haven't heard the Beyonce version I don't think I have either. I didn't know Beyonce could spit fire like a dragon Yo I think um, this is certainly the loosest the shows the uh, has ever been But God, I love Siri pranks Here we go Ratchet I don't does, know if it needs these harmonies Nah, does Belimba rhyme with savage enough? <laughs> Wait I'm um, Belimba. Belimba No <laughs> <laughs> Anyway uh, Well, thanks, thanks Siri annoying, That's that? uh, we'll probably cut all <laughs> very entertaining Um but that's the thing. Now, I will say this, talking of savages, talking of bougie, talking of yeah. ratchet, bougie, bourgeois, bourgeois what, Would you say that Belimba is now associated with a sort of uh bourgeois uh not to the extent of an ascot or a Hamilton, but I'd say it is known as a pretty nice lycra clad coffee sipper. I would salad. say it is new, despite being a safe labour I might add Terry Butler MP, thank you. Oh yeah, very nice. Former former electorate of Kevin Rudd. Oh yeah, oh very safe labour, actually. Who I have well, to say I met obviously really? being our member a few times. Okay. We met him at what is what is a we'll we'll get to this. But what is a real scene in the Balibar Memorial Park is Anzac Day huge service. Yeah, you've told me about um, this. Maybe but the something in the water in the east because Churchie has a huge Anzac Day service as well. Mm. I yeah. reckon other sides of town Are like huh, Anzac Day Whatever yeah, Maybe um, But they So huge service And Kevin Rudd was there And one year we go up to him And go Oh hi Kevin This is between Prime ministerships So, oh, so he's like a, Gillard minister. is currently Prime yeah. minister So foreign minister He's currently In his role As the most bitter man In the world Well here's the thing Yeah He literally We're like Oh hi Kevin He's like Oh hello <laughs> And we're like Mate um, How good is this You know Anzac Day And he goes Yes I would have loved To get to Gallipoli But I never went I think my mum Like to his face Was like You were Prime Minister And a currently Foreign Minister Arguably no one else In the country Has yeah. more of a reason To be like I'm going to go to And he's here being like I would have loved to Would
1: We're have loved to go. be there I
0: was like mate Just go Right your taxpayers Will absolutely back you If it's like Oh what's this Taxpayer funded holiday for Oh, Respecting the troops At Gallipoli so, You mate, would sweep The conservative vote Overnight by doing that Mate you're too busy Bloody With your, too with busy, your pink bats So you right? Fair shake of the sauce bottle Mate mm. Well fair shake of the sauce bottle You know he started Coronavirus Really yeah, With the pink bats <laughs> Hey Got him Thank you Pink Bats um, This used to be A fun, fun house <laughs> Now it's full of Corona Bats What oh, was we're that A musical episode <laughs> I'm a savage <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no bro I'm Siri's not, back Siri. on I'm Siri I'm in Siri Please don't come back on Siri I'm a Siri Tell me to set up A timer <laughs> But yeah So Oxford Street I think is oh, My read on it Henry though Is like Ascot and, and Hamilton Is still old money Like if you were wealthy In Brisbane in 1910 Hell That's the yeah. place to be But Balimba strikes me As like the upper middle class, oh. slick as very lycra. Everything well, is a little bit more expensive there. I would like to quickly say, my dad. When yes. I asked about Belimba, sent a very long message. My dad, um, my dad, you know, sent this huge long essay about all the things about the name and a few other things we'll touch on. Uh, my mum sent a five-word answer, which is, "We don't all wear lycra." So, oh, great! <laughs> I mean, it's a great point. Mum's. Yeah, I don't think point. I've ever seen your mum wear lycra. So. I'd be concerned if you had. Now, um, <laughs> much to my embarrassment. Yeah, so, uh, we've got here <laughs> your loss. <laughs> Yo, I'm a savage. I'm a savage. It's, it's the Siri savage episode. <laughs> we do- oh, we're doing a savage episode. Megan the stallion. Here's one for you. Yo, I'm a savage. Garden. I will take you to the moon and back. If you be, if you'll be my savage. I've never heard a Savage Garden song until now. That can't be the truth. No, genuinely, I'm young Henry. I'm little. That so, so, nah, doesn't do it for me. You uh, I'm not I getting. It. Stand with oh, you on is that a mountain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know that from an SNL I sketch. Wanna... Anyway, um, yeah. you would say that it's bourgeois, but Fairy. not always. It was actually quite rough, uh, and this oh, relates to so, so is the it locals. Tr- is it new money in terms of not just the people who live there, but? It's own culture. Well, mate, it was like the docks. Because it was True. so close to what was the kind of built-up area, it was basically the closest built-up area to like the port and True. the opening of. But the you wouldn't to have had sea. like your, your professional services, accounting firms wouldn't have started. You know, no. dock workers. Right. No, it's a, well. This is from uh, my father. He goes. The locals also, Henry, used to call Balimba the island. So it was ah. a working-class area populated by many dockside workers' families. The pub, which is now Oxford One Five Two, um, I wouldn't call it like a bougie darling and co-style bar or anything like that. But it's still, you know, it's quite nice it's for nice, a tavern but, pub. But Oxford 152 has the biggest ever vibe of what clearly used to be a rough and tumble pub that tried to reinvent itself. Yeah, absolutely. It screams you used to get stabbed with a broken pool cue here. Man, I almost a- did once because I watched the Mayweather yeah, McGregor remember. fight I there. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, that was, that was big. God, that, was, um, that was a tense, tense day. Yeah, it was just, so the pub, which is now Oxford 152, had a fearsome reputation Ooh. with chicken wire around the beer garden to protect neighbouring homes from flying beer bottles. Are you serious? Don't you hate it when your beer flies away? <laughs> I'm just trying to drink you. <laughs> no, i got to wear chicken no. wire. I'm a 150 lashes. Oh, I don't want to be a beer. Tight chicken run references. (laughs) Where's my furfy? Yeah. Where's my colonial beer? Not on the shelves. Racist. Absolutely. Now, mate, how cool would it be to go to a bar with chicken wire around it nowadays? That's sick. sick. It's like how the flying cock... No, not the cock. This other bar has like a bit of netting below it, which is clearly... Oh, it's a Fritzenberger. To catch the bottles. Yeah, to catch the bottles or the glass that you drop, which is a great call. Because whenever I'm at like the ground floor of a bar and there's people above me, I'm like, someone could let go of their hand and kill me right now. I'm a savage. savage. <laughs> hey, you're listening to the Savage Balooza <laughs> episode. Radio. Um, so yeah, it used to be uh, quite rough. Now, deceptively few food options until recently. Oh, until let me recently. let me back this up. Very much the operative part recently. Well, well as a friend of the show and keen on Pakistani, Eliza pointed out to us. Uh, she was saying the gentrification of Oxford Street is yeah. fucked. So what you've lost. Are many great fallen establishments of food ah. but it, what i would say is that that they, they, they were for a long time missing quick easy food now they've now got a grilled which is a flourishing grilled i think one of the first if not the second in the city race race course row being the first yeah yeah um Belimba. and then the you you'd kind of just i don't know you'd walk up and down it being like oh let's go get dinner at oxford street and you would kind of be like the movies and your sushi trains and like all oh, your park take up so much of it you kind of and there's a lot of gelatos and yeah, all that sort of I stuff guess there's a lot of post movie or pre movie snack places mm. but like where do you go for actual like let's get lunch let's get dinner well this is this is some of the fallen establishments that Eliza said get hooked citrus cafe and i think citrus cafe do shut like- down cuz the dude was like a creep yeah, I, I have sure. it. I don't know. He, got, he was one of the first ever cancellations. He was He was the first. Uh, Subway. We had a Subway. Is there a Subway? There was a, that su- there was so a Subway. That is so off brand for Belinda. Doesn't work at all now. No. Hey. God, no. But again, if you're walking but, down but, for dinner, that's a whole but Subway, spot you've lost. Subway, Subway used to have what Boost Juice used to have, which is before, let's say, like 10 years ago they seemed like the trendy health places. Like Before mm. we got like Charlie's Raw Squeeze, getting a sub and a boost juice felt like the healthy modern choice. You're like, yes, I'm having a healthy <laughs> lunch today. I'm having a six-inch chicken fillet and nine white macadamia cookies <laughs> and a post-mix <laughs> and refillable a drink that is the size of a damn. <laughs> Literally, it's so funny. Yeah, It's like, oh, supersize me. It doesn't happen in Australia. It's like, have you fucking seen a large Coke from Subway? Say what you want about McDonald's. You can't refill the drinks. Really? Subway, they're like, go for they're your like, fucking nuts, mate. Absolutely none of us are going to stop you. Here's the ice thing in the yeah. middle. <laughs> oh no! Get so hooked. Citrus for, yeah. Subway, the Ceylon Inn—great punny name for an Indian restaurant. There, what's the pun? Salon Inn, like you. Oh, that's sail- fantastic! Like oh, let's sail on in off the yeah, back yeah. of a couple of beers. It's a bit more sophisticated than a Get It India. Yeah. Um, but or replaced get by things like. King Crab Co, which I uh, obviously can't go to because of my seafood allergy. Yeah, so I'm like, and also the fact that you don't respect uh, as sort of kings and queens in general. You're, no. you're quite a republican. So. I'm not a monarchist. Oh, if it was, um, if it was Secretary General Crab, I'd if be there. Look, Prime Minister mm. Urchin Co, hundred percent. What would a Prime Minister Urchin look like? And a lot of poke Bowls. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Pokies and poke Bowls. The story think- of how Oxford One Five Two. So they've gone from chicken wire and flying beer to to chicken wings Mm. and sour beers. I'll tell you what, I'm not nuts about the change. Because I was saying this in relation to one of the pubs in Caxton Street that's changed now. Mm. I love hearing these stories about how there were pockets of Brisbane that used to be like, oh, you might get killed. Like, they're earnestly violent. Like, like, I'm glad we don't have that violence. But it's such a shame that nowhere in Brisbane has true edge anymore. It's like, you can only have fun if you've got $24 and you want to have a pokey bowl and like, Pot of beer That costs you $14 Isn't it funny you got Oxford 152 On one side of the road Pokies And then you got Bloody uh, Suki on the other side Of the road pokies. pokies And then You go down the street And you get Lawn Bowls It's so sort of A oh. Venn diagram Of Pokies Pokey Bowls And Lawn Bowls And then you go Further down the street From Lawn Bowls And you've got Lawn Michaels <laughs> and Who Pete, Pete famously Pete Davidson is shooting lives The King of Bulimba Down there The King famously of Bulimba Island <laughs> Famously Famously Uh, But there's a few of the old establishments while they've been, you know, they've had the influx of new uh, kind of quasi modern trendy uh, establishments. You still do have some of the old classics kicking La Quinta. A lit Mexican restaurant. One of the places where we're not talking Guzman Alfoil burrito. This is a place where they slap a burrito on a plate and you got to eat that thing with a knife and fork. Because right. I'm not a huge fan of Guzman, but I'm very open to the idea of Mexican in general. That's huge, but we might have to unpack. Yeah, it that'll that'll time be another time. That that you don't, don't, just but but do it for me. Um, I love Guzman personally. Shut mm. up, please. We also, love getting messages, Mister Popular. Uh, hello. Slow down. Woohoo! Ding ding ding! It's just family group I'm chat sure with your actually, dad having some it actually, more stuff it on like. My family. It's always tough on me to ask. Like, I was like in, a, in a conversation with my family where I've clearly asked for Belimba stuff for the yeah. episode, Alice has just gone, They're doing RBTs again. I just had one. He oh, asked, no, that's. And then, and then he goes, The cop asked if I wanted to keep the straw. Oh God, no! Here's one for your cops. I know you're under the f- under the pump at the moment, but maybe just like stop trying to overcompensate. Stop trying, stop trying to be weird. Yeah, don't here's one nice. to solve the race war that our systemic <laughs> issues with our system. Tell give what, buddy, give it, it, white people the straw. Also, the straw is like an inch long. Like it's not a useful straw to have around. It's not even reusable. Don't, do we even need to defund the police? Great. They're defunding themselves. <laughs> yeah, they're giving, giving away, away their RBTs. Great RPSA uh, from Alice because I did not know that. Yeah, they're back. Truly, my approach to oh, I had a bit to drink last night, but I'll drive this morning. Will change now. RBT's back, guys. Huge get, great, great get. Now, uh, but yeah, yeah so La Quinta, really good Attitude? Mexican. I see you've written it down. Southern Attitude, of it, Henry. Um, it's, like, it's real weird. So it's like, it gets kind of heralded as this great American restaurant. Like, it's like right. oh, American food, fantastic. Now, if I'm going to an American restaurant, I'm thinking cheeseburger, chips, maybe some really good milkshakes. I'm thinking diner style. Ah, uh, no. See, I'd be thinking probably where this is. I'd be thinking brisket. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. Southern Attitude's proper. Like you sit down, Texas barbecue, pumpkin pie. Cornbread, like oh that. oh, no, like we're talking like, like that's Orleans kind of kinda, yeah, like bro, very proper south. Southern attitude. Hectic. Dude, there's also like a low and slow meat or like some other thing near the cinemas. What is up with Bulimba and like American style meat? Well, here that's a What's good. What's in the water? That might segue a little nicely into this. I want to ask you something. Yeah. Uh, there's been an influx in the last few years. Name. Let's try and name as many places as we as we can where you could plausibly get a burger okay. on Oxford Street. I'll go first because I will know the least. Uh, grilled. Yep. Burger Time 69. Burger Time 69. Stupid name. Horrible name. Disgusting also, just burger. atrocious burgers. This is a true story. Yeah. One time we were having prees at my house in Birmingham. We, we were about to see Touch Sense. About to go like out we and see Touch to have a big sensitive. Knife. Um, So we all were like, let's Uber eat. So we get Burger Time 69. These colossal burgers. Turn up As dense as you'll ever see a burger Like they must have had like a half kilo of meat In a time I would say where the trend is minimal burgers yep. To the extent of like a Remy's or a Fritzen Burger Where you're, you're almost c- a little bit hungry after Oh I feel a bit it. ripped And you've got to get like two sets of fries You feel a bit ripped off But mm. time 69 was like absolutely Mate, not Mate it was like bacon, egg Hash brown on the burger, two patties, another patty, the bread, your hand, another patty. Um, In your mouth, chewed, digested, esophagus stomach. Waiter comes and shoves another (laughs) patty up your bar. Just get poo out out your mouth. Done. (laughs) Poo out your mouth. Yeah, so we ate these. Yeah, we ate these disgusting burgers and then we went to touch sensitive, and not a joke, not due to alcohol consumption. We just had to like go and vomit. Every one of our friends who had a burger and got there, I think it, there was at least four of us in total, got there and vomited. Yeah, they were just sitting like an absolute rock. So gross, bro. But anyway, that is a grilled burger Street. time sixty nine. This new one next to Burger Time sixty nine that's replaced. It, yeah, it's oh literally just God. replaced like shingle in or something. Yeah, or shingles in shingles in. <laughs> um, oh no, I got skin my shingles crawlingly in. Good. Yeah. I mean, literally, King Crab Co. Shingles in there. Something about like vaguely medical ailment yeah. name things. Like, oh, have you been to a uh, chlamydia meat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the herpes hut does a <laughs> lovely garlic <laughs> bread place. of the herpes hut. Now, I guess, I guess, could you argue like the coffee club? I would argue Oxford One Five Two as well. Yeah, and that's a nice sort of burger. Riverbend Cafe. Get a book. Get a burg. Today they do a burger. It's a burger. Yeah, it's a book. Do you reckon even like like Suki in some of these places would do like a uh, like a bow no, burger? No, they wouldn't. Very confident um, I see the menu is Right open in front of you No it's not I'm just trying to think Of more places To a research. burger I just think there's a lot I mean your house Your mum would probably Do us a burger If we asked nicely Sure Not, about, not, <laughs> not after the like Not a comment. specialty <laughs> yeah. Um. Alright well Anyway so I think It's safe to say Somewhere that is A real safe bet Of Oxford Strait yeah. Is a little place Called Strumbies Bulimba ah, the old A true True old Stomping grounds For co-host Henry Bretts. My first job. Your first ever job. And it was a great gag back in the day of when I first started uni, still working at Oxford Street, uh, Brumbies. that I would say, oh, um... People would say, oh, where do you work? Oh, I'm a paralegal at this firm. I'm paralegal here. And everyone would be like, oh, where do you work? And I'd just really quickly be like, I just work at a small bread and Danish firm in the uh, outer suburbs of the city. <laughs> just a small bread and Danish firm. Small. I mean, if you said small Danish firm, it sounds like you're probably like an investment banker. I work or something. For, yeah, legit. <laughs> some private- uh, I work for a private Danish firm. Yeah, what do you do? What oh, of, oh, what, oh, oh, Danish, yeah, apricot. Yeah, yeah I, I deal with the dough. Yeah, um, I'm a, I'm a I'm a fingers man. Let's just say I work in a firm where I make a lot of dough. <laughs> like, Respect, brother. You'll be a Spect. partner by thirty. I'm like, what? And then they go to get a loaf of bread, thick sliced, malted grain from you, and they're like, "Oh, Henry, you're here." The <laughs> Danish firm let you go, and you're like, "No, no, no. Apple, apricot, blueberry, whatever you want." The best thing about it though yeah. was this spot. I loved working there. Yeah, have we spoken about this on Mike before about about how you were so filthy yeah. yeah. So like, uh, what was it? Maybe like a year and a half ago. But like, there was a point where not that you felt like. You felt maybe a bit uh, stagnant in your career, for lack of a better word. A bit rudderless. A bit rudderless, a bit looking for something to do. Close to when you were graduating from uni and you were saying to me and friend of the show, Sam, you were not in a foul mood, but you were just confused and you just like slapped your hands on knees. You're just like, fuck it. I'm going back to work for Brumbies. I don't care. I'm just going to work for Brumbies seven days a week. I'm going to graduate uni. I'm just going to work for Brumbies. And we were like, this is ridiculous. You can't do this. I've never seen a man more intent. I left drinks that night being like, Henry's gonna quit his job and work for Brumbies. One hundred percent. I love working there, bro. It's so fun. You mythologize it to such a degree, but I have Mate, such. We're faith a family. In what, like, well, oh yeah, but like every business says that. What makes Brumbies a family? Mate, Scott and Lara, the owners and managers of that Brumbies. I was the bartender at their fortieth. Oh, just privately, they were just like, "Do you want to?" Oh, come so and it's not animate? just like. Family because we get along at work Oh no Mate I literally like We had the Christmas party one year At their family home Oh you're kidding And we are like playing with the kids I was the last one to leave Because I was waiting for a lift And um, me and Scott finished off a bottle of port Seriously. I was there till like 1 a.m. Heck I love it. Like the Brumbies like Balimba family was being, great. being a Brumbies owner does strike me as a fun job. It was it was an unreal time and there was like a real young energy. Everyone was young working there. Oh um, true. I was for a very long time the only male in the front of house. So all the all Second. the bakers were male. Yeah. It was all the girls, and I was like the first boy that hired to do front ah. of house. Now this did lead to a fair bit of what is, you know. Fairly homophobic chat from some of the oh, much okay. older men oh, bakers Oh, so like, um, look at this little gay fellow selling bread One specific example Yeah I am running a little bit late which often happened, it's a fucking bakery And were I was you, like you 18, busy beat, were 19, you, were you, wow. Yeah, that sort of gear Literally yeah, so that sort of like wit and mate, wisdom <laughs> I turn up and I think because I'd like woken up I, I must have had like some spit on my chin or something like that I had a, like oh. a an, oh, oh, toothpaste, surely yeah, I had a house party the night before, and yeah. I, so I was like, I was on like no sleep. Yeah, people still at my house partying. I was like, ah oh, shit, got to get to Brumby's So I whack my uniform. Oh, because you'd go to Brumbies super early, hey? Yeah, well, I'd start at five and often end. Oh, you a ki- full day was Are five till one. Oh god, that's yeah. You that- could not pay me enough to get up at four thirty in the morning. I don't know if they would pay me enough to do it <laughs> data, but, Um And so then I like would went in. Just a bit dishevelled, as I very yeah. often was, as like like probably drunk. reeking like rum, like you, every fucking eighteen year old. is You could not work a shift without like at least half of the people turning up drunk. Yeah, obviously, and it's so- like a given. I assume my like bread is gonna vaguely smell like vodka soda and regret. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, and so then the album title. I walk in, and then they the one of the bakers just immediately clocks me. As I walk in the door Looks at my chin With toothpaste on it And goes What's that mate Your boyfriend's come oh, And I was like I'm just so off. on the back foot Immediately here From this baker <laughs> I Gee, like, that's just... And I was like And I just like Wasn't at the stage Where I was able to like Quickly come up With a yeah. woke retort To that So, so I was like, like and up, and I'm pretty sure afraid. I just went <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I mean that's the only Like good retort to that Is just like Yeah it is mm. Sorry I, no, It's fine Sorry yeah Deal with it. Like if you if you've got a problem with it, just fuck bake some bread about it, cunt. Like what have you got to do? Just like gay people own towels. Anyway, Um, But yeah, he was going weird stereotypes. Uh, yeah, uh, they love towels But it was it really gave me an eye. God, that that, that, the, that sucks. Like that is such a shitty comment to make to like an age. Yeah, but apart, but I don't want that to shine. You know, this guy was like eighty. Like I don't want it to shine. Oh, that's really badly on. Why Rumbies is he yeah, dude, I don't know he never wore just... the uniform He also just like Was always walking around Like Do you know uh, I think he... topless Do you know if he is, is he just an old man Who came in one day And just started baking bread And the owners were like Oh, let him be He's harmless Yeah, maybe Maybe Didn't get paid dude, was... Did it for the love of the game probably just He probably he, he Maybe thought It was his kitchen And he was just making bread For like his kids Maybe that was it. Who knows? So, no need to speculate. But yeah, so it was a fantastic place to work. Loved working at Brumby's Bulimba. Now, I was always jealous, Henry, because my first job was Macca's and like before that I was a paper boy and I've been a receptionist. I've never had the job, and I want to know if you had it at Brumby's, where you got to take home food at the end of the day. Oh, I have. that always seemed like the biggest draw ever. Mate, well, like, because we gave a lot of, what we could give to charity, we could, the charity people would come yeah. and we'd give it to them in the night, but anything with like meat or dairy in it. Yeah. Um. Because they were like, we couldn't give it legally. Like it could spoil, like it, a cheese and bacon could, roll. Which I was also like, bro, if you're homeless, like I don't think you're going to be, you're, you're taking the risk of having a chicken peri-peri pie. I was going to say like, also, like, if I'm homeless and like, oh, I've got food poisoning, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. At least I had food. Yeah. <laughs> you tell a homeless man they've got food poisoning, you're like, food? Unreal. <laughs> how good. Oh, How good. <laughs> <laughs> homeless man turning up the next day to his mates Been like Guess we got food poisoning last night They're like, like well done Oh respect mate How good <laughs> I, got, I got hungry poisoning last night boys Not a thing Mark This <laughs> is an insight into being homeless You've uh, <laughs> got a great understanding of the issue But yeah mate I would like Even to the point where I'd been working there for three years yeah. I'd get in on a shift I'm still on an eight hour shift Clocking three pies A finger bun Like whacking away a few danishes Are you serious? I would usually go in the morning Ham and cheese croissant, apple danish, and at least two strawberry breakers. Now we were far meant to out. pay for the drinks, right. but every you now would've... and again, one of the bakers would be like, "Hey mate, sorry about the homophobic comment. Have a strawberry. Have a strawberry But you idiot, it's pink. We treat you again. You are gay. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> can't win with this eighty-year-old shirtless baby. And the old man's like, "Gotcha. I'm a savage. <laughs> <laughs> baker ratchet, ratchet crazy. <laughs> oh, that yeah. song hasn't been written. No, but far out. So you'd, I mean, I'd hate to be going into the Brumbies toilets after you, mate. Fucking." Two hole breakers, mm. and that we spoke outrageous. a little bit about Anzac Day before in the service. We did. We, did. we speak about it every day. We got like we an, reflect on it all the time, all the time, because we're respectful of the diggers. But, Absolutely. Um, the like any given Sunday style speech we were given by the managers of yeah, the Brumbies yeah. on the day before the Anzac Day of like, you know, a lot of people are gonna come over here asking for sausage rolls tomorrow, and we gotta be ready. We're gonna give it to them. I can't do it alone, <laughs> but we are gonna do what those diggers couldn't do we're going to finish the job and give these people <laughs> sausage rolls. Like, the, it, it, that so, was so our really personal linked your, They linked your mythology to the mythology of the Anzacs. They are like, do not forget, it's going to get busy. There will be hundreds of people out the door on the zebra crossing yeah. sometimes everyone will want a sausage roll yeah. after that service commences I cannot stress this enough you still need to charge for sauce huge was, mm. well it's like how um, Justin Langer took the Australian cricket team to Gallipoli to, uh, and then they're all like you know oh whenever I was playing a game of cricket oh, now I, I get like, had a bowl it's kind of like Gallipoli yeah. it's, it's one. Of, I love that people will just take the Anzac legend into something that doesn't matter it's like hey paralegals you haven't been billing enough hours I think, think about, about what it would be like to be landing on the shores of Gallipoli <laughs> um, that leads to my final question I actually specifically have about your brain So it was a hot food Brumbies Oh fuck yeah! We're not Baker's Delight. Oh, here's mate. one. Well, friend of the show and keen on Pakistani Sam Sammy. worked at Baker's Delight for many years. It is an ongoing feud between us. Here's one for your Baker's Delight. Why the fuck can't I get a pie? It Why inf- the fuck can't I get a sausage it roll? Kills. Not, me not even, to and it's not a meat thing. Spinach and feta sausage Let's rolls, rolls cheese, and cheese and bacon. Like no, we had like cauliflower triangles, delicious. It's yeah. not a meat thing. These Baker's Delight pricks were just, just so do up in their own fucking head about like, oh yeah, we might not do this certain thing, but it allows us to focus. On the bread The bread was no Fucking better than I Brumbies. don't think anyone Ever has it uh, You could blind taste Test me like Four loaves of white bread And I'd be fine Also my other thing With it is It's just like You're not a French Patisserie Okay You're not going to Specialise in chocolate Croissants We you're know a bakery, they're both chain. You're a bakery In Australia Give me a pie Or give me death Oh Couldn't agree Kills me more. to no end Mate that's why Brumbies a Baker's delight It's a fucking yeah, The only delight You'll have is Walking out of there And going to Fucking Brumby totally. I'll tell you that For Couldn't free. tell you more yeah, um, Love that But, yeah, so I want to talk about as well a place of my youth, a place where my fashion sense came into play. Uh, Uh, What fashion sense? George's barber. Thank you very much. Who's George? Uh, George. Well, he's the guy who owned it. Lovely guy. Gives a great haircut. Uh, More recently, one of the barbers there, she has been very aggressively trying to get me to go on a date with uh, one of the other uh, female barbers who works there. Um, Barber's not a gendered I thought barber was gendered. No, Barbara is... You shouldn't do be. male hair. Yeah, don't okay. think. Yeah, the actual role isn't gendered, but oh, okay, it's right. about who your customers are. Okay, sure. Um, I mean, it's like if actor and actress depended on who was watching the movie. It's like, oh yeah, my favorite actress, Viggo Mortensen. Oh, I was watching it with my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, but George's was great, but it was very interesting. There was a a shift in tone. So George's was always. Like, if you played soccer at the, the Morningside Eagles at uh, Belimba Memorial Park, there. We love a bit of sport. If you had a good game, you're looking at getting a $10 voucher to George's to get a haircut. So. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. So, and A haircut can't be that much when you're 12. No, I can't imagine. It is. Uh, yeah, a few snips. Uh, so, we were. George's was the place where you'd always be going to get a haircut. So, a big family vibe. Uh, lots of kids running around, always quite a big lineup on the weekends. Now, um, what happened essentially was. Um, they got into this situation yeah. where another barber opened up on Oxford Arrival. Street. And it was... Uh, I think it was called the Moustachery. And we're oh, talking... sorry horrible so I, name. Well, I went there once to try it out. Yeah. Pool table. Oh, no. Uh, very tattooed, oh, like- cool looking, like... Kendrick food, Lamar like playing. Oh I was going to say, say Foo Fighters but No me? no cool, no It was, cool. it was like, like hip hip So I would uh, like, like, oh. like probably do Like a craft beer Or something or With a hot shave You've anticipated my oh, point no Essentially I get this Killer haircut And uh, they were like Oh you know Do you want a beer mate And I was like Holy shit I'm 18 And they Fuck gave me yeah. They gave me a beer and like, didn't charge me for it, and I was like, oh, "This place is serious? this place is the fucking future." This is years ago. Yeah. Now, uh, went back there another time yeah. a, a few. It, it would be a bit of time you, later. You always actually get decent haircuts. I don't get Um respect. I mean, recent uh, examples, not being yeah. your, uh, your work aside. Yeah, Susie O'Neill aside, from <laughs> <cutting my> hair, <laughs> Olympic legend and crap hairdresser. Yeah. So I walk into another walk in another time, and it had clearly just got a bit too in its own head. Yeah. I think there were literally barbers with no one getting their hair cut in the place, playing pool, and no one acknowledged me as I came and sat down. And they were like, oh, we're going to finish our game before we cut your hair. So, I was like, so it's just like a, a boys' share house that decides to maybe cut hair when okay. they want to. Exactly. So I was like, fuck this. So okay. I left. And then- I go back to George's. Yeah. The old faithful shouldn't have never left. Yeah. But I walk in and they had clearly tried to find this middle ground by offsetting the competition being posed by (laughs) Moustachery. So what essentially happens is you now have the same number of kids running around with just like a very visible beer fridge. And then, (laughs) so like, there'll be like people, there'll be kids in soccer boots running around in a Morningside Eagles jersey. And then like the barbers sort of like half-heartedly being like to the dads, like, do you do you want a beer? Do you want like a warm like, no, Carlton dude, draft? No, dude, I'm clearly here. I've just watched an under eight game where we're so probably like, was like kicked what, in 10, the balls. 10:30 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, legit. Yeah. So like, hey, man, do you want a VB? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the kid's odd... sixty red team played at 7:30 <laughs> in the morning. It's now eight. <laughs> yeah, so it's so very well that they've gone. Wow, they're super successful and boiled it entirely down to beer. Yeah, it's like like yeah. that's what's working for. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, free like, ca- beer. yeah, yeah. Which I now have whenever I go there. Last time I was there, they gave me a mohawk. Oh seriously! I said, do something different. I I often do that to the hairdressers there. I just say, do whatever you want, and oh, they went kidding. and the they went. Oh, respect! They went mohawk for me, respect. and it was the day of FOMO fest. So oh, I, looked I, very, that haircut. I looked very I looked very festival. Yeah, I was overseas. You, you did. Were you wearing a tank top or something? You Wearing a singlet? No, I think I wore a shirt, but I think I wore okay. sunnies. Yeah. no, you looked cool. You looked <laughs> Thanks, man. This is Lizzo the... from stage was like, why ain't he up here? With me? <laughs> he said, Get you. He said, you look. Good as hell She said I'm a savage She's, yeah, She was <laughs> doing a cover Now Henry Another great part of Oxford Street Is the Woolies And, and you have a very famous anecdote Yeah you? We won't name the names of the We people won't of name Gold the person this Street, is, but, but this is... is an iconic Belimba story to me So friend of the show And keen on Pakistani Lockie Glaives and I Good friend of both of ours um, We are in the Woolworths Yeah cla- It's a classic Woolworths And uh, walking around just Doing our shopping And we run into a, Another friend of ours And we go Oh hey Do- mate Dr. Rex He will remain nameless Yes yes And we're like Hey mate how you doing and he's looking like quite out of breath And and a little disheveled and I was like, that's alright man He's ha- not in active wear? No, 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 no He's just like kind of in normal clothes, jeans And I was like, are you alright? And he goes, yeah, yeah, all well, good So I'm walking with him Because I'm not I don't know if I was buying anything I like, think Lockie was just buying like Probably like a roast like truck, fish like and vegetables four Or whatever kilos of veggies, um, yeah. And I'm like walking around, guy. And I'm walking around and I'm like with this guy And he goes, yeah, yeah And he's clearly like meandering And I'm following him And eventually he just kind of it becomes obvious there's nothing else that he can do. So we go to a certain aisle and he just says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And just like kind of nonchalantly grabs just a single box of condoms. <laughs> so we go to the self so we go to the self-checkout aisle. <laughs> and I and I go, "Oh, okay." And he kind of we don't acknowledge it really. Also, you didn't banter it I don't know him well enough to do that. So he just like and he's clearly a bit uncomfortable about it. Sweet sweet fucking. Yeah. Clearly uncomfortable about it. So then I was like, "All right, cool." So then I see Lockie and we walk out, we pay and get the veggies and stuff. And we're walking down the road, and I go, "Oh, it's so funny, um, old mate, there." All he bought was a box of condoms And it was obvious that he was trying to avoid Bringing it up by pretending he was browsing The Woolworths And and, and me and Lockie are laughing about it And I was like yeah I mean good on him But like we were obviously just like buying time Until he realised I was just going to keep walking with him And he had to just go and buy these condoms Yeah. And then as I say this I shit you not At the speed of absolute light This bloke just guns it past me and Lockie Not noticing us And we just see him (laughs) Sprinting by And he just runs into an apartment block (laughs) 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 And I've described the story before I'm not saying I've never Seen anyone run this fast Before I've never seen A solid object Move at this speed <laughs> It is the fastest Single thing I've ever he, seen he must Was our been. mate Absolutely gutting it With only a box of condoms really- And he just like, It was almost like He kicked the door Of this apartment <laughs> open And it just zooms it So I imagine he's like Been about to have sex Oh yeah Or, or like, and then was like And then was like Stop you Maybe and- he's like Got a boner And he's just trying To keep it up And like really can't Risk getting in town But oh He's clearly been Given a time limit He's clearly been I'll be back in three minutes Well this is over And we're like studying const or something Yeah pretty That is great Pretty good times um, um, Now Henry uh, Moving away from Oxford Street uh, Cineplex Yeah Cinemas Movies Moving pictures Well we had someone reach out to us Yeah we have I, I think we've touched on in the past The fact that just like It is odd the That like you have Belimba and Hawthorne Really being In many people's minds A kind of S- mega suburb Ascot and Hamilton Like mega Both suburb. having cinemas yeah. I, I, where I've lived I had two cinemas In walking distance of Which my is house. a dream For a little movie nerd It like explains you. why I'm such An attore filmmaker um, But um, <laughs> Yeah sure uh, You know So I Essentially we, we got some I was going to talk about The Cineplex But we did receive Some correspondence about, And, and it, you know It being a great First date spot cor- Correspondence I can't say I've been uh, there, but, but also Not just correspondence Dare I say we received A bit of a scoop now we're not going to name this person For reasons no, which we will explain For defamatory reasons But he knows who he is And we couldn't be more grateful we'll, To what he's brought to our attention And we'll remove anything It's long, geez um, so Just give us the highlights Basically, this person used to work At the Cineplex um, on Oxford Street there. says there's a lot to say about the place. So the crowds are always a pretty incredible cross-section of the Brisbane community. You've obviously got all the Balimba residents, local cinema. Uh, you know, they're wealthy. A lot of, uh, you know, athletic Families gear, as well. Yeah, uh, babies and Ralph Lauren polos. You do see a lot you of them. You actually that. do say so. that. When babies have like oddly nice shoes, I'm always like, your parents don't know how to spend money, right? I saw <laughs> yeah. a baby in a pair of vans and I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, no, need. No. here's one for you. Nappies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So... But this is the point made by our friend and keen on Pakistani. Because of the cheap ticket prices and the comparatively smaller crowds compared to South Bank. See, that's the thing. You're getting the same prices as also, South, Bank South Bank without South Bank. It's dick hard to park at South Bank. Like, like the whole process of South Bank is hard. Whereas, you know, Bulimba, it's not as bad. So, you also get a lot of people making the trip from all over town. It's a real melting pot. Yeah. Um. But here's the thing. It's a stark contrast to the owner and the, his family who are the most bizarre people you'll ever meet. Now, I want to quickly say... I see this man and his wife often. They own every cinema. I think Hawthorne was the first Cineplex, and they've got the whole lot on. And essentially, like this guy himself, every Saturday night, the busiest time, yeah, is there standing ripping the tickets himself. Which also the he owner. loves. The obscenely craft, wealthy man. Like so. Here's the thing: uh, the owner himself is an obscenely wealthy, grumpy old Italian ah, man who exclusively classic. wears oversized 1940 <laughs> suits that I've seen. The Belinda, the Belimba, and again I think you know, lovely man, always ripping the tickets, really getting amongst the workers. Now the Belimba cinema chain was the was the first bought in the cinema cineplex chain, not Hawthorne, Sorry, Belimba was. Um, bought it back. So it's probably his baby. Well, this is the thing. It is because he bought it back in the '60s, just from saving up cash that he made working the checkout at Woolies, which still. It is mind-boggling. It's insane that Australia was once at a point where, like, the minimum wage, you could actually do something with it. Also, it was Woolies around in the 60s. Yeah, surely. Sure. Woolworths so, 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 is probably just someone's last name. So, essentially, he's so rich that and, and so old <laughs> that he could be living up the last years of his life in very lavish luxury, but insists on spending all of his time at the cinema <laughs> anyway. I cannot... Like point out enough This guy is always there If he's not there Ripping tickets Or like selling them He's just having An Hanging espresso around. At the cinema cafe He's God, always there So Really got the energy now, Of a guy who just loves Watching people enjoy Trolls too Well our friend here Is that he's not there In any helpful way Just likes basically Sitting around uh, And looking like So he owns the place So his wife And all of her friends Come and play mahjong In the cinema foyer <laughs> Once a week <laughs> Despite being the wife of a cinema and property magnate She refuses to pay for anything We would make the choc tops by hand in house And every time you'd finish scooping a tub of ice cream They'd be placed back in the sink in the back room To be rinsed and recycled oh. But if you weren't quick enough His wife would come out back And eat the melting ice cream Out of the tubs with her hands <laughs> So this woman has access and is personally very wealthy, but still wants hand-melted ice cream. It honestly gets better. The owner's brother is the pest control guy and is fucking terrible <laughs> at controlling pests. A rat died in one of the projection boxes upstairs once, and when our friend told him about it, he literally shrugged and said, oh, well, it'll decompose eventually. It's <laughs> not a great like, Technically true, but... It died during Ratatouille and all the kids are like, oh, nah. Here's another thing. Our friend says, finally, there's the owner's 50-year-old son who can talk to birds. Is Um there any elaboration on that? Yes right. A bird once got stuck In Cinema 4 <laughs> In between the sessions Everyone was freaking out And didn't know how to get it out Before the next movie started God wish I could have gone To a Cinema 4 with a bird Am I right um, Some hey, of the staff Davey some of, so, so some of the staff t- Spent t- about 20 minutes Trying to lure it out Or direct it with a broom Eventually this bloke comes in And to the frustration Of everyone present Just stands underneath it Whispering under his breath The manager was screaming We don't have time for this over, <laughs> and over. Over, Emma's on the verge of a meltdown. After five minutes of whispering, the bird flew down, landed on his shoulder, and proceeded to sit there while he walked out of the cinema, down the hallway, (laughs) through the foyer, and outside. He then gave it a little pat, and it flew away. So, so this guy can clearly do passel tongue, for birds, like literally (laughs) Harry talking to the 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 cinema itself. This hurts me reading this because I honestly, it is a place of my youth, the Belimba Cinema, and I always thought it was very nice. It's a bit of a hole. Well, the you've picked it. The cinema itself is a shithole. The cheap ticket prices are only possible because every possible corner is cut. Every time it rains, the roof is at risk of collapsing. (laughs) For years at a time, holes in the wall would just have popcorn boxes taped over it. The fabric chairs haven't been cleaned since the 80s. Rather than hiring professionals, candy bar staff were asked to handle and remove asbestos using rubber gloves and those 50 cent face masks. Uh, but in the words, but as our friend says, but in the words of a memorable Google review, you get what you pay for, and at Cineplex, you're not playing paying much. That's great. That's true. Now, uh, I mean, all the Cineplex. Uh, I'm sorry. That's why. All, that's why I like it. Nothing he's listed there has huts. made me love it less. In fact, it's made me love it more. No, I, I love that there's are zany little people running movies where you can get them for like six bucks if you're a student. Literally, the idea. A bit more if also, popcorn boxes on the wall, wall like kind of cool. Like yeah, think yeah, there true. was a patchwork Of popcorn Now used a bit gross There's been grubby Little kid fingers in there But god that's insane I still love it I think it's got Absolute charm Just like all the Cineplex options Yeah 25 metre screen At Southbank Oh you're kidding Now this is quite funny The reason we haven't yeah. Named our friend <laughs> We get a follow up message When we say This is hilarious mate We're definitely the nec- the, This is the next morning So this, this, is, is, a, this uh, is to us at uh, night yeah. And he goes Hey guys yeah awesome Would love to be involved should flag that I'd had a few beers when I wrote that up, so for the sake of transparency, <laughs> I can't absolutely guarantee the asbestos thing. It supposedly <laughs> happened a year or so before I started. It's a rumor widely regarded as true. Can't confirm or deny it. So Fair enough. I, I'm gonna say I don't think there is asbestos in the Balmoral Cineplex. Oh. I don't I don't think there is. But I've also, been there so many times. I've been in every cinema so many times. Um Did I've done you know, the- like every Australian grew up in a house with asbestos. Mm. like the, like asbestos is everywhere it doesn't mean just because you've been in contact with it you're gonna die yeah but, but I, totally you die. I don't think I don't think also, I think it's a good play it's always been pretty clean to me the fact well. that he's explicitly said that's the one thing he doesn't know whether or not is true I love that it implies everything else is utter gospel mm. I have utter faith in the bird story in the what are you playing at level of talking to another animal I I Huge couldn't agree respect. more um maybe very very briefly quick word on the city cat and lock up this line um yeah, well, I was actually going to just quickly talk about Il Molo, just because I oh, like, yes, just yes, I yeah. quickly we'll, like this. We'll finish on Il Molo. Quickly like this story. Um, we I love uh, Il, Molo. Il Molo is where the jetty used to be. People might know, very end of Oxford Street on the river, one of the most gorgeous spots you can get a sunset as bougie as bougie gets. Yeah, gorgeous place. So it's an Italian restaurant, but effectively, uh, <laughs> one time we had a huge party at my house, uh, and we've got like I think we had like upwards of fifteen people. I think there were sixteen who stayed the yeah. night, and we all go, oh god, we want to get breakfast. Now, in my head, I still just psychologically see it as the jetty where you can get a great eggs Benny, good coffee. But it had recently become Il Molo. Also, fancy Italian restaurant. It was a big night. So we were probably stumbling out of your house about 12 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. So we sit down. Um we sit down with we get a, we manage after much negotiation to get a table for like 18 people We sit down Huge like centerpiece Of the restaurant. They have given us The absolute centerpiece Now Isn't the first thing That happens That everyone's glass Gets filled with sparkling water Every single person (laughs) Gets still And sparkling water Every single person Gets spoon Knife Fork Brought out Um (laughs) Every single person has, like, a menu place in front of them. No sharing menus. 18 menus. It is a production at There's Ilmolo. probably about four staff servicing our table and our table alone. Big job. We sit down. We start reading the menus. It becomes immediately clear <laughs> they don't do breakfast. So, there's a lot of negotiating going on. Uh, and we're like, I don't know, guys. They've put a lot of effort into seating uh, us here the, at Elmolo. The, the two camps. We all accepted that the food was shit. But I feel like the two camps were, do we go somewhere better? Or is it simply too awkward for us to leave? So... I was in the, it's too awkward to leave. I'm, and I'm it's too awkward to leave. But then Katie, friend of the show, Keanu Bagstani, and I'd say with a stronger will than both of us, was both Much like, gutsier. guys, we're all still drunk. Some of us hungover. This is fucked. I don't want to have a knocky as my <laughs> fucking hungover food after this huge party. Also so expensive. It was like, oh, a margarita pizza, $33. Comes yeah. with an Aperol spritz. We're all still just... Absolutely flying yeah. So then I was like We need to make a decision now The 18 people You've never seen like Hushed whispers moving down a table at so such. It's like place. what I imagine A party room is When they kick out like A prime minister or yeah. something like It was so tense The intrigue at this table And Katie was the one Brave enough To just be like we need to make a call so we all stand up at once <laughs> leave our sparkling waters and cutlery we walk off and Katie in an attempt to try and like explain our situation goes to the mate of d who had been uh, so orchestrating obliging. this yeah. and found us they will table, move tables together put chairs just goes um yeah we wanted breakfast um so sorry <laughs> <laughs> and 18 people fall out and This isn't factually accurate, but we like to think all the waiters (laughs) filled to the street and just said, they have left us. Il Molo! And then because we're still drunk for the rest of the day during the mayweather our fight, we're just going, Il Molo. Il Molo. So now you can do what me and my family do whenever we walk past that restaurant. Just go, Il Molo! -molo! They'll get their revenge. Does Bulimba fuck It's pretty simple for me, Henry. Does Bulimba fuck? The answer is absolutely yes. And I'd chalk it up to one leading thing. Hell yeah. Belimba has one of the sexiest ever, and I hate to say it, I won't say underage, but youthful kids meeting up in a park, sneaking out energy. It's dirty. Got, dirty deeds happen. It's in, got the one bottle of vodka between seven people. Everyone's getting with each other. Well, Kenan Pakistani Eliza, who messaged us a thorough list about Balimba, did say like it's the underage drinking suburb. Like you're talking Memorial That's Park. That's such a bold call. You're talking the dog park at um True. Love Street. Um, there's a there's a really good dog park, and it's like apparently just like multiple people have been arrested there for drinking and smoking. Wow. Which I was like, I've lived in Hawthorne and Belimba my yeah. entire childhood. Nope. I was never invited what? to any of these meetups. <laughs> like, uh, Which probably lends to say they do fuck. Yes, I, mean, I was you just not there. invited. You cool cool were at home or at the movies. But yeah, there's just something so alluring about like, all that first cigarette when you're 16, like meeting up with some people like you don't quite know, but there's just like such mm. an excitement to the night. I will say that like Bulimba does have, a spe- like the Memorial Park, it's not your average park in that it's very open. It's near the main street, easy to get to, but it is surrounded by like sort of There are trees at the dark corners. Dark corners, bleachers. The because the Morningside Eagles soccer game leave their like portable stands up, so you can like smoke and you know grope and drink (laughs) and think. And I'm writing these down It's great first date ideas Henry, you've really and nailed this Get a few in the stink like, But it's that's, funny That's <laughs> why what, what, It's a dirty place it, well, It's that just park. funny as well That like uh, Usually I'd say on this show We feel like family suburbs Tend to not fuck But I think mm. Belimba Is a massive outlier I agree Because it's probably One of the few ones Where it's like Yeah, it's family But there's a lot of for lack of a better word, young kids running wild because their rich parents don't care enough to look after them. It's a hot like, that was energy with all the kids being, meeting Always up. the subtext of being a TC was like, oh, your parents don't care if you drink, which is cool when you're 14, but in hindsight, it's really depressing. Mm. And I think Belimba has that, but unfortunately, that is a fucky energy. It's that a fucky is energy, a hot mate. energy. And as I said, I was at the Brumbies, bro. Like I was yeah. at that counter looking straight across at the park. Beautiful place to work for that reason. And yeah, just like the number of like kind of band t-shirts and like denim shorts a lot of tote bags a lot of tote bags blokes with beanies when it was 38 degrees like there there was that it was a rebel energy on the outskirts of blimber there it definitely it definitely fucks me for that reason henry you've lived there is there there anything else to the fucky conversation you'd like to raise well the, the i wouldn't say the the counter argument is not in that it makes love but there is a bit of a first date energy about Oxford Street that I'm not sure fucks. Yeah. I don't think Max Brenner fucks. Max Brenner not being no. there anymore. But I like that was first, seen as I the romantic- It was the romantic hub. Really? But I don't think it's- it's. It was like a young romance in Brisbane for many years. Oh, no. You'd go to Max Brenner. But I don't know, mate- I don't know what's romantic about like a cornflake marshmallow pizza on uncooked dough. Yeah, like, all Max just Brenner like, sucked, bro. Or oh, here's a tall glass of melted chocolate. How much is it? $48. and it's going straight to the Israeli Defense Force. Yeah, there. incredible. Yeah. But also, I, uh, I mean, I'd never take a first date to for street in a million years. Why is that? Too family. It's too. No, ha- I don't think you're right. I think once the sun goes down, it becomes a real date energy. Oh, God. But I don't think they're dates that lead to a fight. Not f- I think no, they're no. first. You might this be is getting why a I'm kiss. Saying- but like, I feel like a Paddington first date could lead to a fuck in the way that a Balimba one doesn't. Maybe Oxford Street kisses, but Balimba generally with its like the edges of Memorial Park and Death Park, oh, and also like the end of kind of Key Street near the Balimba Golf Club. It's like uh, you know our band name, Mang- lots of true, mangroves in true. that very murdery park there that's at the true. end that's near, that's near the sailing point. club. That that has a just a rebellious making out on the slides yeah. energy. So I think the suburb fucks. I think Oxford Street kisses, but to me it's like the home of heartbreak because my early relationships. Now, True. we mentioned earlier the city cat. So, this is how I got to school. Um, I was very much a kind of river snob because once you start going to school by the sea, you don't go back to the bus. Oh, no. I would I get bigger city cat from of- Belimba to Riverside and then walk to Terrace. That's Up insane. a hill in a blazer when you didn't have it in Gallipoli S- with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I nicked it. Literally just walking up the oh, hill the in the heat. the sweatiest bloke, 25-minute walk from the ferry oh. to school just because I didn't want to get on a bus, of which there were many options. That's how much of a snob I came for the ferry because yeah. it was gorgeous. Oh, and also, I've always maintained, like, it's imperfect. A really good indicator of class in Brisbane is, basically, did you catch the ferry to school or not? Hmm. Like, yeah. But I would say as well, like, it's one of my mum's main bugbears, as she brings up often with Cara yeah. Cook, the counsellor. Uh, they want that, that cross-river ferry should be free. Because Why? well, a because the city hopper is free, uh, and as a way yeah, of getting around the works city, in the city, yeah. Well, heaps of people who are uh, commuters park in Balimba, they get the city ferry over the road, and then get on the city glider, which goes all the way. Well, surely the city. if you lived in Brisbane, you'd want to Sorry, in Balimba, you'd want to disincentivise a lot of people. No, we happy to have them to go to the city. No, That's fine. I mean, it's annoying. You can't get a car to park happen. in front your of your suburb. Won't shut up about congestion. No, but that's. Why would you be happy to have them. But that's coming in. And leaving yep. at the other side of the day, these are people who are doing the so right you're telling thing. It's no, easy they're doing the right thing by getting Belimba. the ferry. It's very hard to get a park in Belimba. No, that's fine because I would rather people getting the ferry and like not clogging up Hawthorne Road outbound or inbound, rather. But they're coming into Belimba to park. Yeah, it can be find hard to find it sometimes. Get the park but they should be incentivized to get on the free ferry so that there's less cars in the city area. I, know. I agree. Little little jumps because there's lots of little ones in the city, but I think there's. I mean, personally, I think, like, all public transport should be free, so I'm with yeah, you there. Yeah. But I don't – a ferry's a ferry. Yeah, we'll have to have mum on for this. Yeah, we absolutely will. Um, so then – But but how does that does, – does it – Well, I, just because I remember my first heartbreak. Fall? I was dumped oh. and I was sitting on a city cat oh. leaving Oxford Street – Leaving my mum Leaving everything And I was just thinking And I put shuffle On my yeah. iPod Nano And uh, Coldplay's fix you Comes on oh, And no. I Just absolutely Let's just say the river Was a little deeper by the end Because I was wow. on a city cat In my school uniform Just crying Tear. And I don't mean like Tearing up Like I just bawled. broke down And wept Because Georgia oh. had broken up With me in year 10 Tear And I was like, blazer Henry oh, I, I thought that was and, and, oh, On that man, blazer Henry You better believe The tears stream down your face When you lose something You cannot replace I was like Chris Martin Actually Chris- because oh Martin gets it he, he absolutely I was annoyed. It. I was in like stop moment. it <laughs> Stop predicting but, but my in pain. So do these breakups to these heartbreaks for you Henry Affect whether or not the suburb fucks Or is it a bit of an asterisk I think I think Despite it being my childhood suburb It does fuck Yes And if If on a technicality Maybe it's saying It was The heartbreak I had to have In order to learn to fuck and as I've always said, Brisbane is the Atlantis of the Southern Hemisphere. All oh, right. Well, Balimba, thoroughly unpacked. Thoroughly. If you if you don't think we've unpacked enough, uh, keep it to your fucking self. We'll I courtesy, quickly just want to throw back. My dad, as we've recorded, got back to me. He said, "Henry, the bridge, Bridgegate is back. Yep. the bridge from Brisbane Street." Bulimba to Newstead has been on the drawing board since the late 19th century. It was the site of a ferry crossing through the early years of the 20th century. To this day, a bridge is still proposed, with the latest iteration being a pedestrian and bus bridge like Eleanor Chanel. There you go. I absolutely love to hear that. Well, that's very exciting. And uh, obviously, I'd say, if you're going to write to something, write into our show with your thoughts and comments, but also maybe write into Little Baby Dog with some bridge suggestions. And can I just say... On I'd the love f- to see some more bridges in Brisbane. Me too. Um, and can I just say, on the topic of writing in, genuinely thank you to the people who did for this episode. Beyond we, impressed. People uh, wrote... You- Novellas In length About Belimba, mm. And even if we haven't You know Given you a shout out Or whatever All you've written And all you've done Is fed into Our knowledge for the show Particularly someone like me Who knows Fuck all about Belimba. So thank you for doing it um, Guys Keep your ears On the podcast And on the socials Or keep your eyes On the socials rather I mean you can listen to them If you want um, Because we have a big announcement Coming very soon That's Genuinely, all we're going to say right now the, Probably the biggest announcement In the history of this show mm. Maybe bigger tough. than Caxton Street Studios Maybe bigger. And interrelated? If it goes well for us, then bigger. If it doesn't, we're never going to talk about it again. But yeah, very big and exciting news coming soon. Uh, But the regular news is, as ever, let us know what suburb you want next. Henry and I have unpacked the suburbs of our childhood. We're ready to move into this new phase. uh, And we need to know what suburb to do next. So let us know. Thanks, guys. See you next time.